This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Clearly, Governor Abbott knows that federal rules supersede state rules, so why do you think he did this? Politics. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Yeah, Jen Psaki's another one we need to just send up into space in the Blue Origin and leave her untethered, you know? Kick open the airlock. News Talk 550, KTSA. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show, and today the show makes history. Today the show makes history as Captain James D. Kirk of the Starship Enterprise has boarded the Blue Origin. Spock. And uh, we just... Don and I, we all cracked up because uh, we we saw the video of him walking in, yeah, walking up the gangplank, you know, and, and getting into that rather phallic-looking uh, rocket there. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to be honest with it, he looks terrified. <laughs> he he looks terrified, man. He's not smiling. But, you but, know, he's got this look like, is, what the hell am I doing? Well, I'm gonna fire my agent when this thing lands. <laughs> No, when they were walking up, they all ring this bell. Right. You know? Right. And, they, you know, the two guys ahead of them, they pull the rope to ring the bell, and they stand there, and they, they take it all in. They save the right. moment. Shatner goes by. He just kind of hits the rope like, and keeps on walking. Get this <laughs> crap over with. <laughs> if I'm going to die, I want to die. <laughs> I want to ring a bell, man. Oh, but man. he did. The look on his face, man. Everybody else is grinning, and he just looks like, what the hell am I doing, man? Right. Well, I mean, you know, I'd be a little scared getting into that again that rather interesting interestingly shaped uh, rocket there and uh you know because i mean it's dangerous i mean that something could go right i, I don't i'm not trying to jinx it uh, you know i to and me God, you know protect them all but right. to me it's more dangerous to drive on 35 every day uh, yeah you know? 410 can be a little dicey too right Four, yeah Especially, especially on a Saturday night. Well, but, uh, yeah. you know. well, listen to me. First off, we got they, they're delayed by about thirty minutes. So around nine thirty, right, so it looks like it's going to happen. Twenty two minutes away. I, I got to tell you guys something I saw yesterday on four ten. Since you brought up four ten, mm-hmm. I've lived here for almost twelve years, and I can't believe what I saw yesterday. I so, a, somebody I used their a, signal light. Well, that's yeah. different. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I again, I, I drive four ten every day of my my working life. Never seen anything like this. I'm driving and uh, home from the station yesterday, mm-hmm. and I see something rolling across the the the, the 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 street, all four lanes. Right, I'm like what the hell is that? And as I got, and there's a lot of traffic. And as I got closer, it was about a five inch rat that was making his way across. Right? Right? It was a freaking rat. <laughs> and the rat. I'm serious. The rat would stop at the edge of the lane and wait for the car to pass and then scurry across. And I, I'm like, I hope you make it, buddy. I saw a rat on 410 yesterday. It's a sign, man. What does it mean? So anyway, that was my afternoon yesterday. It means they need to put up a rat crossing sign. Four <laughs> ten. Hey, anybody else? Side. Were you uh, on four ten heading west uh, around eleven fifteen yesterday? Did you see that rat? Call us up two one zero five because I know other everybody else saw it. Well, I'm, everyone in San Antonio is familiar with the hood rat. <laughs> this was <laughs> this was a different kind of rat. This was an actual the actual rat. Making his way across all four lanes of 410. This one doesn't say, <laughs> but the rat's going, oh, I hope I make it. Oh, crap, what am I doing? Why did I stay on the overpass? I'm going to die. <laughs> and I was like, that's one courageous rat, man. In fact, I wrote a poem called Rat Courage, dedicated to that rat trying to make its way across 410. So if you either saw the rat or you smashed the rat, I'd like to... Uh, We'd like to hear from you. 210-599-5555. Did you already mention that you heard it saying, Yippa, 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 yippa. No, actually what you're saying is, Hail Mary, Mother of Grace, Hail Mary, Mother of Grace, Hail Mary. Santa Lucia. <laughs> oh, 
hope I make it. I'll never do another bad thing. You just get me on the get me on the Vance Jackson. Who cares about the chicken? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I doing this? Why did the rat cross the road? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a bang-up start to the show, huh? <laughs> Pedestrian rats. <laughs> Pedestrian rats. Jaywalking rats. Jay-scurrying rats. Today on the Sean Ryman Show. I do. I hope he made it. Because I, I was in the middle lane, you know. Well, when you drive back home today, <laughs> I guess a, I'll look for a stain. Look for a stain in the middle of a the rat road. shaped stain. <laughs> There's like a chalk outline. Javier, <laughs> <laughs> go check it out for me, Sheriff. <laughs> Can you go check that and see if that rat made it? <laughs> Please. Do a presser. <laughs> There'll be a mini size memorial. <laughs> There'll be a little memorial. Right. All 350 of his kids will show <laughs> be up. A tiny little cross. Tiny candles. A tiny little cross. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Make it pepper jack. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, I'm done. I'm going home. <laughs> I don't want to do any more radio today. A little cross. What else am I going to go? Where a am little I? cross and a piece of cheese <laughs> outside of the road to park with the rat minutes device. <laughs> And the atheists will, you know, the atheist rat coalition will like <laughs> protest it. Separation violation, separation church and state, man. You got any cheese? <laughs> <sighs> Species appropriation. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Oh, I need a smoke and a sandwich after that. Uh-huh. Oh, god. And then there's that rocket. Okay. <laughs> Don't even get us started on the rocket. Still standing. Yeah. I bet it is. Rocket looks excited, doesn't it? Yeah. It's terrible. Um, 21059. <laughs> the rocket is impervious to the cold temperatures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don. <laughs> they ought to call it the, the blue Viagra. <laughs> Aren't those pills blue? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I think at some point in a man's life, he kind of deserves that phenomenon, you know, and I could take up hobbies like reading books and fishing and crap, you know, so you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Going fishing this weekend, by the way. No. Or you can build um, a rocket that looks like something. Like well, only billionaire dudes can have that kind of a contest with rockets, you know what I mean? Right. And as Trey pointed out, uh, you know, Bezos has a, has a, a pretty uh, interestingly shaped rocket, but only stays up for three minutes, right? <laughs> Whereas Elon's up there for days, so you know which do you prefer? Chris and I were talking. There's that woman. There's because no, nobody gives a crap about anybody else but Shatner on that rocket. There's three other people. Nobody gives a crap about about well, who they are. It's all they're and, showing when they go to the rocket. Right. It's just like William Shatner's picture. But on they've got show. one female, and like they come back down three minutes later, and Chris was saying that she, when they do the press conference, she had to say, "Was that it?" <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. Uh, hey, I'm Sean. I'm here all week. 210-599-5555. <laughs> Let me introduce the boys in the band. It's Chris Glasgow. That's Tom Morgan. 210-599-5555. What the hell am I going to talk about today? Um, actually, there's a lot of boring crap going on today. We got some uh, Vax mandate stuff. We'll talk about Southwest. Uh, apparently, the Fonz made Ron ha- Howard's hair fall out and gave him eczema. The Fonz gave Richie eczema. That's a, a story today. Uh, actually, Walgreens uh, is closing five more stores. Is that in San Diego, I think? Uh, because they, they, they're going out of business because they keep getting robbed. They've closed ten stores altogether because of this new ordinance, this new this ordinance that uh, they downgraded uh, stealing stuff out of Walgreens or any place. If it's 950 bucks or less, it's I think it's just a misdemeanor. So people are just walking in and taking $950 worth of stuff, and Walgreens can't. Because that, that plan worked really well, didn't it? So we may talk about that as well. Uh, we got a really depressing story about an Ohio dude who needs a kidney transplant. He's in his early 50s. A friend uh, was going to donate her liver or her liver, her kidney to him, 
and five days before this, and he's been waiting on the list for a long time, and I know all about that, man. That's a, that's a horrific time when you're waiting on a, on, a, on a transplant. Delayed five days before the operation because she wasn't vaccinated. So, and she's not vaccinated for medical and religious reasons. So more than likely for medical reasons, she can't physically take it because it does something to her. But she also has religious issues with it. This fax, this fax stuff, this vaccination stuff is getting crazy, man. It's just getting crazy, and we'll talk about that as well. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are ye? And, you know, just, uh, i got a, a, a pick-me-up here or a, a pick-up on the gay Superman story. Just kind of an interesting take. Interesting take. Because the new Superman's going to be bisexual. Let's sink in for a second. And uh, <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, yeah, they're, they're on the the rocket launch is is on hold. They've got another uh, delay. We don't know why. Uh, the countdown still is fifteen minutes, so I don't know. Blue Origin launch on hold again. Reason unclear. There's a voice coming from the cockpit. <laughs> I have to pee. So um. <laughs> I want my crayons. <laughs> my crayons. I'm scared crapless. Get me off this thing. Uh, so we'll we'll hopefully. I, I, I hope it happens during the show, man. We're making history on the show today. Shatner in space. But uh, back to gay Superman. Um, well, Dean Kane, who played Superman in that show, which I never watched. What's, what the hell was that? Lois and Clark was that the show he was in a thousand years ago? Yeah. Because I've just never been a DC Comics fan, so I didn't watch the show. But I, Dean Cain actually is kind of an interesting dude. I think I've interviewed him at one point. I, I can't remember. He does a lot of Fox News stuff. But uh, yeah, he's, he's dude's 55, man. And he comes out and says, you know, my problem with it, because he played Superman, so I guess he feels he can, you know, offer some opinion, some insight. And he says, they say it's bold. You know, doing this. He said, you know what? It would have been bold 20 years ago. <laughs> you know, 20 years. He says it's bandwagoning. And that's kind of what Don Morgan had said. You know, they're selling comic books. He said, you know, had they done this 20 years ago, even 10 years ago, I could, I, I would say, well, that's bold. He says, but everybody's gay now. He says, Robin's gay. He's, you know, I guess his, he played, uh, ba- uh, Supergirl's dad on some damn show and she was gay. Uh, he says, they're all gay now. <laughs> it's like, it's not, it, you know what I mean? You're not taking any great risk in 2021 making a character gay. If you'd have done that 20 years ago, yeah, it would have been revolutionary. And he said, I would have praised it then. But now they're just, you know, his word, bandwagoning. Trendy is the antithesis of gay. Well, I mean, of uh, brave. Uh, well, yeah, you know, when you don't really have anything to risk. I mean, what are the, what's DC Comics going to risk? You know what I mean? In the age of wokeness, you know, you're, you, I tell you what, you know, here, this is interesting. You know, if you think about, it. I saw a meme on Facebook uh, a little while ago where it showed, uh, I think it was liberals in the '60s. There was two cartoons of two buses, right? And uh, it, you know, the it said liberals in the '60s, and that bus had free love on it, question authority, you know, and all that stuff. And liberals in 2021, and that bus had stickers that said, you know, do what Fauci says, <laughs> get vaxxed, you know. And, and that's really, it's weird in this day and age, in this moment we're in, where guys like me are, and and Dean Cain, frankly, who's a known conservative, you know, you think about Adam Carolla, we're kind of the counterculture now. Conservatives are fighting the man. Okay, and I've said for a lot of years that your average liberal idiot, you know, they only fight the man when they're not the man. You know, when they're, when they are the man, because that was the whole point of the counterculture of the 60s, right? It's fighting the institution, fighting the establishment, question authority, man, be who, you know, all that stuff. And now it's, you know, and I think on the liberal car uh, from 2021, they had a sticker that said, you know, free speech with an X through it, you know? 
the liberal left in this country has become everything they once claimed they hated. And now people who are more conservative, who are traditional, you know, constitutional, uh, or, or support the, believe in the Constitution, uh, you know, uh, uh, Christians, people of faith, we are the new counterculture. People who support the police, you know, we're the new counterculture. Uh, we're the ones who are fighting the man. And I find that interesting, man. So Dean Kane's right. It, it, no, it doesn't take any courage to make Superman gay in the era where everyone's gay. <laughs> and everything is gay, you know. And I support gay people. I got nothing against gay people. Gay people tend to be more interesting than straight people. I'm just being honest with you. You know, I've, uh, I I have gay friends. <laughs> but, you know, it's just I'm gayed out, man. I mean, it's just everything's gay. Everything's trans and gay. What? What are you shaking your head about? I don't believe it. You don't believe what? I don't believe it. You don't believe what? You have friends? <laughs> oh, I used to. <laughs> you know. But, uh... <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, the people who are now on the edge and represent the counterculture are you and me, you know, and uh, and that's what's interesting. We're the ones fighting the man. We're the ones, you know, shouting, uh, you know, blank Joe Biden. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would have been something the hippies did back in the late 60s. The hippies. Now it's dudes like me screaming, you know, in college. Now the college kids are screaming F, F Joe Biden. Think about that for a second. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I thought they were saying thank you, Brandon. Well, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> let's go, Brandon. I thought that's what they were saying. Let's go, Brandon. I guess I was wrong. Do you know they're put? People are buying bell, billboards now and putting "Let's Let's Go, Brandon" on. Yeah, that's badass, man. Uh let's take a break. Uh, so, we, yeah, the uh, Blue Origin is uh, is in a hold. Uh, it's a delay. Uh, we don't know if Shatner's got to go to the bathroom or what's going on. <laughs> Maybe he needs some sedatives. Uh, it says the uh, astronaut loading taking longer than expected. Oh, Shatner, so can't, it is Shatner. Shatter can't get his seatbelt on. <laughs> How do you work this thing? How does it? It just clicks, right? But we didn't what use a seatbelt on the Enterprise, you bunch of babies. <laughs> we never had seatbelts on the Enterprise. We traveled at warp speed with no seatbelt. You want to put a seatbelt on me? What I used the to hang out. What was wrong with you? We used to hang out at bars at, in the neutral zone. You bunch of wimps. Right. With the warp drive standing up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. He's looking a little portly, though. They may be having some trouble with the seatbelt there. Can't fit in the seat. Oh, God, wouldn't that be embarrassing? News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071-940. Blue Origin is back on schedule with Bill Shatner in the uh, the top of the... <laughs> the, n- nah, the, the top of the rocket. <laughs> And it's going to be taken off at, at about 9.49, Chris. So I think we'll I'll try to break a little early. Is that cool? So we can see if we can get it on the air or at least watch it while it's happening on the air. Uh, also, we are uh, wrapping up uh, this Friday, actually, the 14th annual Raul Jimenez Radiothon. Uh, this Friday, October 15th, is our big day. We'll be spending most of our time talking about uh, the Thanksgiving Day dinner. Uh, and we need still need your donations. Because we're going to buy the turkeys. It's all delivery this year, obviously, because of the COVID. Last year, we did about 10, you guys helped us do about 10,000 deliveries on Thanksgiving Day for needy folks here in San Antonio. We want to do about 12, 12,500, 1,300, uh, this time out. So we need those donations. And thanks to everybody who's already made a donation. But, uh, yeah, check it out the website, ktsa.com. We'll be talking to folks on Friday. It'll be really cool. Doing stuff online as well. Uh, brought to you by Airtron Heating and Air, Window World, the Institute for Functional Health, Health, Texas Primary Care Doctors, and Ansira. Uh, you know, it, it, while we're kind of counting down here uh, for Shatner to go into space, <laughs> never thought I'd say those words. It's a very serious story. I, you know, I'm so sick of this vax mandate crap. I really am, man. God bless Southwest Airlines for uh, the folks of Southwest for what they're doing. As my man Trey said earlier, they're basically dumping tea in the harbor, right? 
But these mandates, especially on hospitals, we have in Cleveland, Ohio, we have a man. He's in his early 50s. His name is Mike Gan-Im. I don't know why that's hard for me to say. And he's had kidney issues his whole life since he was in his early 20s. And right now, his kidneys are rife with cysts. And uh, it causes him a great deal of pain because the cysts push on his major arteries and his legs. It's just been a miserable life for him. Took him a while to get on the transport uh, transplant list. And look, I, I've been through that with my stepdaughter. It's, you know, it's a very anxious time. And uh, finally, uh, a uh, a woman that he knows, a friend, said that she would donate one of her kidneys to him. Five days uh, from the operation, when the operation was scheduled, uh, they discovered there's a mandate at this hospital that donors and donor recipients must be vaccinated. They had to delay the surgery because she's not vaccinated. She hasn't taken the vaccine for both medical and religious reasons. And so now they don't know what to do. This is not the first time we've heard of a story like this, uh, where people who need transplants can't get them because either they're not vaxxed. And the thing about it, and I, I do know this because we had to uh, do a lot of research on this with my stepdaughter and her liver, is that many people who have already had a transplant are on immune-suppressing drugs because the you have to suppress the immune system to a certain extent with a transplant uh, patient because their own body will reject the new organ. And so it took us a while to figure out, and it's peculiar to just about every person, so trying to figure out, you know, it, it, she was ultimately able to get the vaccine, but a lot of people can't. Because then their their own uh, organ will, body will attack the the transplant. So, you know, this stuff sucks, man. It just really sucks, and uh, I hope things work out for these two. But uh, th- yeah, so in a sense, uh, for some folks, the vaccine mandate may kill them, or put them in a situation where they're either going to die of that or die because they couldn't get their transplant. It's sick, man. Let's take a break. So we're back before uh, Shatner takes off, and there he goes. Shatner just took off. About 15 seconds ago, Blue Origin is in the sky with Captain Kirk. This is the actual sound. Oh, wow. Oldest man in space, and it's William Shatner. There it goes. Oh, that's beautiful, man. That is so cool. News Talk 550 KTSA, by the way. FM 1071. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> that was it. That was the, it's, I mean, obviously you can't hear, hear anything anymore. They're about uh, a minute in and, uh, it's heading towards the upper atmosphere. Uh, let's see here if I can make out, let me get my glasses so I can make out the speed here on the TV screen. Uh, about 800 miles an hour. About 50,000 feet in the air, up to almost 1,000 miles an hour, over 1,000 miles an hour now, or one minute and 35 seconds into the, into the Blue Origin launch. So far, everything looks good, and uh, we're watching it live. And yeah, that sound you heard. We, while we're describing it, uh, we, we had tried to time the commercial break. And right as we ended the commercial break, that's what it took off. That was perfect, Chris. William Shatner, oldest man in space, 18,000 miles an hour. They're 122 uh, feet. Is that feet? Yeah. Ah, go, man, go. That is so cool. Isn't that the most perfect thing? Look, now there's the shot looking down at the earth from the tail. Two minutes, 19 seconds. So far, everything looks fine. Well, he, Shatner is way up there, man. Oh, and three other people that nobody cares about. <laughs> that is amazing. They've reached zero gravity. Shatner's floating. In the red shirts. 
<laughs> the red shirts. They didn't put any red shirts on anybody. That would have been bad luck. Zero gravity. Shatner is floating. They're 15,000, going 15,000 miles an hour. Reached an altitude of 285,000 feet. They are there. What's that? Zero G. They're in zero gravity. They could see, uh, they are in space. They have gone beyond the atmosphere. Wow, man. Isn't that badass, man? Oh, that's just great. I love this stuff, man. You know what the best thing while we're watching, what the best thing about Shatner riding on this thing is it made space travel exciting for people again, you know? And that's something I've missed. Because if you're my age, you remember uh, when the Apollo missions were shooting stuff off, even in the early days of the of the shuttle launches, that, you know, it was just something exciting that the whole world, the whole, especially the whole country, came together to watch. And you get the feeling with this particular launch, because it's Shatner, everybody's watching. You know what I mean? Wow. Now they're slowing down. 350,000 feet. They are decelerating. Is that right? Did I say that right, Chris? So I don't know. Now it's coming back down, huh? Yeah, they're not up there that long, but still, it's beautiful. Just beautiful. They're coming down, yep. Are they? I think, yeah, I guess they are. We are describing uh, the launch of the Blue Origin with Captain James T. Kirk uh, in the nah, in the top of the rocket. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow, man. He is now officially the oldest man to have ever traveled in space. Of course, they're not back yet. Well, I was saying, you know, they were... Accelerating and they stopped and decelerating, and then it looked like the altitude was coming back down, and now it looks like they're stuck. I hope because that well, no, the numbers aren't moving. Wonder why that is. Yeah, because uh, okay, there they go. There they go. Now they're now they're moving. I got a little scared there for a second. We aren't going to get Shatner back. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept on going. Yeah. So just, I'm, I'm just going to stay up here. Yeah. He took the wheel. You want to see outer space? I'll show you outer space. You <laughs> forgot to pack the parachute. <laughs> ah, Kirk, my old friend. I wish Ricardo was still alive to see this, you know? Yeah. Wow, man. And Leonard Nimoy. And Leonard and DeForest Kelly, you know? Oh, they could all be on that together. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Actually. That would be cool. Because, yeah, they're all good. Let's see, uh, Doohan's go- uh, has gone. Now, Doohan's in space. They, they well, shipped his uh, ashes up into space. George Takai and, uh, oh, uh, play the communications officer. Oh, I just went blank on her name. She's still alive. Oh, I just went blank on her name. Isn't that terrible? I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Uhuru. Yeah. Uh, and uh, 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 Walter Koenig is still alive. But, yeah, Nimoy, DeForest Kelly, and uh, James Doohan. That's, is it coming back down? That's it looks the like. rocket part that's coming back down there. The actual rocket. Oh, is that the part that just falls back? Yeah, that's the part that's just going So the capsule's still up there. The capsule's still up there. They're probably on their way back to right. at some point here. Real Nichelle soon. Nichols, right. Nichelle Nichols. Right. This is the part I enjoy. This rocket just lands <laughs> straight up. You know, and you, you and I grew up. You didn't. It didn't happen that way. No, you know they I mean? landed in the ocean they, somewhere. They, they, they had to go fetch them out on a boat or something. This thing comes right back down like a freaking elevator. What time are we at? I mean, it parallel parks better than I do. <laughs> it's amazing how it just yeah. comes right back down. How do you do that, man? Yeah, you're. Let's see. Look at that! It's getting ready to land. That's the coolest thing. That is, man. Oh, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, <laughs> You're watching this on TV, man. It weaved a little. Like right there on the pad it was supposed to land on. Wow. That's impressive. <laughs> I love it. Well done. Awesome. Well done, man. There it is. Shatter's still up there. <laughs> uh, he'll be back soon. He'll be back. Yeah, he's going to, you know, 
He's got to take his medication at 11. So, <laughs> so he's got to be back. Make sure he's I back. know what that's all about, right. Yeah, well, there he, here he is now. Here, here comes he, Shatner, man. <laughs> the parachute out. Yep, yep. That's cool. Yeah, and I hope we, I hope they, uh, we get to, uh, air the, uh, whatever comments he makes. Yeah, it takes a little while. They've got to, they got to get him out of there and decompress everything. Right. Decompress Shatner. Exactly. <laughs> you think they got him to yell, Con! <laughs> Con! <laughs> so where is he? Let me just see the rocket. It's about 8,000 feet up. 8,000 feet up. Right. Oh, I see. Well, there's, a, there's the number. Yeah, Shatner's coming down pretty fast. <laughs> oh, there, oh, there it is with the parachute. There's only the, there's the three little parachutes, and then the the big one should pop out here. Soon. Right. William Shatner is in that thing. <laughs> I know. Could you? Oh, there first the is. big parachute comes out. It's still moving pretty quick. It's two thousand feet per minute, or right. per whatever. Yeah. Or altitude, I mean. Well, no, it is slowing down now. It's like. In the teens now, 16 right. miles per yeah, hour. Yeah, just kind of gradual, gradually floating down. Okay, i got to take a break. But, uh, well, that hopefully, was cool. That was I very like cool. Well done. Yeah. Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. <laughs> the federal government does not have the authority to come up with laws concerning uh, public health and safety. It is the state legislatures that do that. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back five minutes after 10 after a very exciting 15 or 11 minutes, I guess. Uh, we uh, brought you the uh, blast off of the Blue Origin with William Shatner aboard and three other people that nobody cares about. Uh, as it was happening, they have landed successfully. Uh, the, the vehicles, they're in the desert. The vehicles are, 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 are coming towards the capsule. Shatner's moving, so that's <laughs> because uh, you know originally, uh, Chris, I was getting a little worried there because uh, you didn't see Shatner moving around too much. But now you have people who are uh, pulling the parachute cables off the off the uh, capsule, and uh, we expect to be seeing uh, the folks get out of the uh, capsule soon, and that's just it's exciting stuff, man. You know, and uh, and I I had said you know a little while ago, and the phone lines are open two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. That, you know, we, you, you and I grew up in a world. If you're in your fifties and even older, whatever, you and I grew up in a world where space launches were big news, and everybody gathered gathered around the TV to watch it. And it was very exciting stuff. And especially now, there's another aspect of this that's even better. That when you look at just how dark things are right now you know and unhappy and uh and uh we 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 every day on the show and on where and rima and on ricardi we have to deal with just a lot of really awful crap that's going on in the world right it's kind of cool uh when you have something that is just purely exciting uh as as uh as this with william shatner going up uh, into space and uh, we have people approaching the, the probe now. Yeah, they're getting them out one by one. For God's sakes, get Shatner out first. Right. <laughs> you know, and it, you know what I mean? It's, it, it, it's and just it just seems fitting, though, doesn't it? Because for us, growing up, he, he was synonymous with space travel. Well, he right? was, so yeah. He was, like, you know, the, he was like the ultimate astronaut, if you will. Right. And, and, and so for him to be able to finally go up at the age of 90... It's no, bad. Yeah. I mean, it's perfect. I hate to say it's almost perfect casting. You know, yeah, it's, it was such it really an obvious is. thing. Yeah, the fact that Jeff Bezos came up with that idea, right? Because he was a big fan of the program growing uh, up. Oh right? man, and I I loved Star Trek. I was never I never watched the other shows like Next Generation and all. Yeah, I, right. I never the original series was my favorite. I I, I don't remember a, a time in my life. When there wasn't Star Trek. Yeah, I, I would rush home from school to watch it. Oh, man. You know, every we, day. It was on every day. Homework and Reruns. Yeah, watch take an hour, watch some Star Trek. It was great. Yeah, and you, you figure for us, when we were kids, the show had only been off the air for a handful of years. Yeah. Uh, there he is. There's Shatner. Still <laughs> strapped in his chair. <laughs> um, you he's, know, he's the, still waiting to finish up the in-flight movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's finishing a cocktail, you know. Right. You gonna send the cart around again? 
and uh, I uh, it was such a huge part of my childhood. And you figure the movie, actually the first movie, which wasn't all that great, right? You know, the first movie was kind of slow. But if you, but that came out in 1979. It's one of my great memories because my father took me to see it. Mm-hmm. And if you look at that first Star Trek movie, it, it came out only six years after the series ended. So they all still looked like they did in the series. Yeah. And it wasn't until you get to Star Trek II that the age starts to set in. Yeah. But, you know, I, I remember when uh, the, the last one with the old crew uh, uh, was uh, the, uh, the Undiscovered Country. And that was a great movie. And it was, remember at the end, the credits, they had them all signed. They had their signatures uh, on, on the, cr- the end credits. All right, they're, they're opening up the door now, and it looks like, uh, I wonder if they're going to have any comments. Probably. Wednesday, yeah. Because they got yeah. boom mics going. A lot of, everybody's just high-fiving each other right now. Right. You know, another successful quick trip. I guess Shatner got a great price on that flight through our Priceline. <laughs> He's Priceline. He's Priceline. We had an in with the company because he used to be the spokesperson. He, so, he got it for 800000 Yeah, everybody else had to pay a million. He got it for 8000 on Priceline. I use Priceline. When I go into space, I use Priceline. So, uh, just, you know, very exciting stuff, man. And as far as we can tell, and actually we made history on this show because we had it live, and this is the oldest man in space, 90 years of age. Right. And it's one of those moments I don't think I'll ever forget. It was I, Chris saw me during a commercial break. I'm like losing my crap in here. I'm just like, <laughs> I, I can hear you. Because <laughs> you almost missed it. I almost missed it. We got we got back from the break right as it was taken off. Yeah. And uh, we're, you know, I know it's not, I don't know how fascinating this is, me describing what's going on, because we're all sitting here watching it. Looks like Bezos is opening the capsule door. Bezos has got the the, the door open there. Check, Everybody okay? Checking on the passengers. <laughs> They're clapping, so everything must be fine. Yeah. And uh, ask if they want to go again. He's asking if he still has a nur on the end of his name. <laughs> <laughs> We get Bill to a to a restroom quickly, please. See, he should just come out and first say, "Jeff." <laughs> <laughs> well, he boldly went. So you know, well, there you go. Did. There's yeah. there's the woman uh, astronaut who's nobody knows who she is. <laughs> so I'm saying, I, the only thing you know, you're right. But for those three other people, man, oh, there, there he is. is. Hey. There's Bill Shatner. Got his hat Captain on. Captain James C. Kirk. <laughs> That's great, man. <laughs> Gives Bezos a big old hug. Oh, wow, man. Shatner went into space, man. He looks pretty, uh, pretty sedate. He doesn't, his hands in his pockets. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. I've done it, did it before. Oh, wow, man. Yeah. That's great. Good on him, man. Is that, is that a fanny pack? No, no, okay. <laughs> he looks great. He looks fine, man. He's got a big old smile on his face, and I, they're talking. But I don't know if we can, if we have any audio of that or not. Probably not. But no, uh, I've got, no, got nothing. Yeah, they're they're not. They they're they're probably recording it for their own. You know, they will be, probably get the audio later. Oh, you can probably if you have Amazon Prime, you can. Oh, right, <laughs> you yeah. can get the audio. <laughs> right, go to Amazon and get the audio. <laughs> can I get that on Prime? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're talking now, and he looks just joyful. I gotta take what's that? Do what? Get champagne. Oh, you can. Not only is it different than what you thought, it happens so quickly. Well you know what my my the impression I had that I never ex- expected to have is you shooting up. Bottle. Come here. I want one. I want to hear this. Here. You want a little of this? Hey. I couldn't get Shatner drunk. They're all popping bottles of champagne, man. Wow. <laughs> there they are. They're getting hammered. Smiles all around. William Shatner taking in the moment clearly. Wow. 
great, man. That's badass, man. How badass is that? Hey, Groove Dog, what's going on, man? You there? Oh, not much. I, yeah, I just got a call to say it's still America. Shatner was shot into space. Yeah, I mean, rock on, man. Yeah. It's still America. And I also wanted to tell you that Superman has always been gay. Uh, well, you know, with those undies. Well, we know this if you were paying attention in the late 70s when the Sugar Hill gang released Rapper's Delight. They said in reference to Superman, he may be very sexy or even cute, but he looks like a sucker in a blue and red suit. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> he always, the, the, the outfit was always kind of gay looking. All right, man, thanks for the call, man. That's, but that's a great line. That's America. We just shot William. And you know what? The private sector just shot, shot Shatner into space. You know, the guy who owns Amazon. And I, you know, I publish my books through Amazon. I, uh, I buy a lot of crap on Amazon. And uh, he just put William Shatner into space, and I think that's beautiful, man. That's just great. If you have any reactions, give us a call, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. We brought you a little bit of the audio, and I, the only bit I could pick up is he... What's that? You can kind of hear him now? My stomach went off. Of the... ah, this is so weird. But not as weird as the covering of blue. This is what I never expected. Oh, it's one thing to say, oh, the sky and the thing and the fragile. It's all true. But what isn't true, what, what is unknown until you do it, is there's this pillow. There's this soft blue. Look at the beauty of that color. And it's so thin. And you're through it in an instant. It's what a... I'll, I'll, I'll think of it. We've, I mean, the is it a mile? Two no, miles? I mean, it I mean, depends on how you measure because it thins out, but maybe 50 miles. But you're going yeah. 2,000 miles an hour. So you're through 50 miles of whatever the mathematics fast. is. Fast. Yeah. Really you know, fast. it's like a beat and a beat, and suddenly you're through the blue. And, then and you're into black. And you're into, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's mysterious and galaxies and things. But what you see is black. And what you see down there is light. And that's the difference. And not to have this, you have done something. I mean, whatever those other guys are doing, what it, what isn't, they don't, I don't know about that. What you have given me is the most profound experience I can imagine. I'm so filled with emotion about what just happened. I, I just, it's extraordinary, extraordinary. I hope I never recover from this. I hope that I can uh, maintain what I feel now. I, I don't want to lose it. It's so it's so much larger than, than me and life. And it hasn't got anything to do with the little green planet, the blue orb. And the, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the enormity and the quickness and the suddenness of Life and death of the all my God. It's so beautiful. Beautiful, yes, beautiful in its way, but No, I mean your words. Oh my words. It's just amazing. I don't know. I can't even begin to express what I, I what I would love to do is to communicate as much as possible the the jeopardy, the the, the moment you see how vo the vulnerability of everything it's so small this air which is keeping us alive is, is thinner than your skin it's it's a it's a it's a sliver it's it's immeasurably small when you think in terms of the of the universe it's a, it's not it's negligible this air mars doesn't have it Nothing. I mean, this and wait. And when you think, wait, carbon dioxide change to oxygen. And what is it? Twenty percent or something? That level that sustains our life. It's so thin. To 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 dirty it. I mean, that's another whole. And you subject. shoot through. What you were saying about shooting through it so fast, so quickly, fifty miles, and you're just in blackness, you're, and you're in death. Yeah. The moment this you, is life. This is life, and that's that. 
And it's in, in an instant, you go, wow, that's death. That's what I saw. That's amazing. That's amazing. Wow. I am, I am overwhelmed. I have no idea. You know, we were talking earlier before going, well, you know, it's going to be different. Go, yeah, it's going to, and you have whatever that phrase is you have, that you have a different view of things. Uh, it doesn't begin to, to uh, explain, to, to, to describe what, what, it, what for me, I mean, everybody's going to, but, it, and this is now the commercial, it, everybody it, it would be so important for everybody to have that experience through one means or another. I mean, maybe you could put it on 3D and <laughs> wear the goggles <laughs> and have that experience. I mean, that's that certainly is a technical possibility. But, but what you need also, we're lying there in, and I'm thinking, listen, one delay after another delay, we're lying there. And I'm thinking, how do I feel? And I'm thinking, oh. Yeah, a little jittery here. And, and when they moved the pants, oh, the there's something in the engine. They found an anomaly in the engine. They found an anomaly in the engine. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hold a little longer. Oh, you're going to hold a little longer. And I feel this, you know, the stomach, the the the, the, the biome inside. And, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I'm thinking I'm a little nervous here. Another delay. I'm a little more nervous. And then the thing starts. By the way, the simulation is they have to be warned. It's only a simulation. Mm -hmm. Everything else is much more. Doesn't powerful. capture. Doesn't it. capture the, the, and besides which, the Jeopardy. Bang, this thing hits. You go, oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't anything like a simulation. The G-forces. And you're stepping on what, what's going to happen to yeah. me? Am I going to be able to survive the G-forces? <laughs> you feel that? Yeah, Am I going to sure. survive it? Yeah. And then I think, good Lord, that, you know, just getting up the bloody... Uh, gantry was <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a break, but uh, he didn't miss a thing. He no, lived, he I, lived I, a I lifetime got, in 11 minutes. He started to break down. He started to get overwhelmed, and I, I got emotional. I was like, he's, yeah. he's, what he's saying is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, we got to take a break. We'll come back, and uh, I want to talk about that. Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. And uh, we just listened live to William Shatner's comments and reactions to being uh, in space for that 11-minute that flight aboard Blue Origin. And, you know, I, I did get a little emotional because listening to him talk. Uh, because the one thing he kept saying over and over again is it's so thin. Meaning our atmosphere. And you go 50 miles up, and you're traveling, you know, at enormous speed or a, a, a velocity that you know is barely comprehensible. And he said, you know, his uh, his reaction was, "You don't realize because as soon as you break through the blue, is how he put it, that suddenly you're in black." And he said, "It's down here in this thin atmosphere we have. We have life." I think he said Mars doesn't have this. What we, you know that we need to exist. We need this this atmosphere. And he says uh, it's not like the movies. And you know, and I've known that for a while. I think most people who've done any you know study of, of space travel and stuff is that when you're up there, you know, you see in a Star Wars movie, in a Star Trek, you know, it's like the 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 the, the, the space outer space is just peppered with stars, you know, and. And they always kind of fly by you. You know, you ever see that? Like when a, a spaceship is, first off, you can't hear nothing. <laughs> you don't hear the engines and the laser beams. No explosions in space. No explosions in space. And you don't see the stars. Because I've heard, I've read interviews with astronauts that say, you don't see the stars like you do in the movies. It's just black. An impenetrable pitch. And that's the one thing that Shatner kept saying. That the atmosphere that, that we all need to live is so thin. And once you're out of it, all of a sudden you're just in total blackness. And it was at that point that he started, started to get emotional and, uh, and overwhelmed. And he, he just gave Bezos a, a big hug. And I, I kind of lost it too. <laughs> Frankly, I got a little teary eyed. 
because his reactions were just just mar and he Shatner also has I know I'm nerdy nerding out on this but it's a pretty big moment you know really when you think about it uh history has been made today and uh the thing about Shatner I know you guys would agree is that he has sort of a naturally poetic way of speaking he has a marvelous vocabulary do you know what I mean and he just strings words together like a poet and he was very poetic in what he was saying that it's such a thin line between life and death, and uh, and yeah, in the blackness of space, you know, it's, I, that's I wonder. I, God, I I'm, I would love to experience it, man. Maybe I could be the first talk show host poet in space. Wouldn't that be great? Do you remember that movie uh, Contact that came out many years ago with Jodie Foster and McConaughey? Uh, where they, you know, uh, in that movie, it was based on uh, oh, what's his name, a uh, Car- uh, Carl Sagan book, I think. Uh, where uh, uh, aliens have left technology for us to build and go pay them a visit, basically. And Jodie Foster is a scientist who ends up being the one who, she, she works in the movie, she works for the SETI folks who are constantly monitoring for you know signals from space, those big dishes out in, I think, the Nevada desert, New Mexico desert, wherever it is. And uh, she gets out there and... The words out of her mouth are, they should have sent a poet. <laughs> so send my ass, man. Anybody got a million bucks I can borrow? Call up Dave Ramsey. I'm going to call up Dave Ramsey. Dave, a million bucks. You wouldn't. Elon, put a poet in space, man. What? Just tell him I won't pay you back. It'll be debt-free. <laughs> it's free. It'll be debt-free because I'm not going to pay you back. But I know I'm nerding out here, but that was just marvelous, man. Just marvelous. Got to take a break. Uh, 210-599-5555. I don't have anything here. Do it. No. Okay. I'm, I'm just all excited. I'm like a kid. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Big story is Shatner in space. <laughs> it's, it's like playing on all the news channels. Some dude uh, that I kind of know just posted... Just watch William Shatner's launch from space. Pretty uneventful. Dude, come on, man. Don't be a downer. You know, Shatner in space really makes Facebook look even dumber, doesn't it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, Shatner is like riffing on and I, I, I know I'm continuing to talk about it, but what the hell? 210-599-5555. It is a big story. It's a big story. It's huge. It has its own <laughs> gravitational pull. It does. You know, and I, I listening to him and his reaction when he got back and how thin the atmosphere is, and there's a thin, this thin wall between life and death. And, uh, uh, you know, and then I go to Facebook. I'm like, God, Facebook is so stupid. <laughs> and then even what got me was when he said, I hope I never recover from this. I hope I never recover from this. Now, Chris made the comment during this commercial break that Elon, I sent him an email, just fire off an email. Hey, you want to go up longer? <laughs> so much for the test drive so much for the test drive but yeah yeah and i got emotional i did as i as i said when he started to break down because he started to you know get emotional and you know during the commercial break and the news break there i'm thinking about all the crap that we talk about every day you know and just how crappy things are and and then i started thinking about the the crappy arguments that we have and then i started thinking about the crappy stuff that i stress over do you know what I mean? And the thing about space travel and space exploration, in my opinion, beyond the scientific value of it, is really the perspective. Do you know what I mean? Because the fact that you and I are on this planet, on this rock in space, and we've been here for you know not a whole lot of time, you and you know human beings. And, you know, we build stuff and we drive cars and, you know, we think pretty highly of ourselves. But do you realize the random, I mean, and I believe in God, don't get me wrong, and I don't believe this, what I'm about to say, does anything to dispel or diminish my belief, my faith, okay? But the circumstances necessary to have come together and to put us on this planet and to give us this air to breathe, and the water that we need and all that. Basically, you and I need the Earth. I believe in space exploration, but everywhere we go, what do we have to do? We have to take the Earth, right? We have to take air with us. We have to take water with us. We have to take organic material to consume with us. We need all of that stuff. We need temperature. 
And uh, the the random circumstances, well, random, I, I believe God put it all in motion, but uh, all that stuff that needs to be where exactly where it is, doing exactly what it is, is why we're able to be here. And in a sense, the universe in its entirety, and you know what? We don't even know what the hell it is. We don't know what space, we don't know what it is. We don't know what this is. We call it God's creation, which I believe it is. But we don't know what it actually is. Just by virtue of the fact that we call it space is kind of silly, you know what I mean? We got no better word for it. It's space. <laughs> I have closet space, you know, and that's space. We don't know how much of it there is. We don't know what the hell else is out there. But you know what's interesting? All of it has to exist at the same moment for us to be here. The entire freaking universe, however long it goes on and everything in it, and everything that's ever been in it, and everything that will be in it, needs to be happening, or we wouldn't be here. Stuff on the other side of the universe that's going on needs to be going on so that we can be here. And I think that's the, when I when I really start to try to wrap my noggin around God's creation, that's the part of it that takes my breath away. Everything is interconnected. Everything. You can't take any of it away. And have you and I still sitting here talking on the radio and listening to the radio. It all must exist. It all must be there. Uh, in other words, and I, I had a philosophy professor uh, way back in the day, James Dollar, when I was the brief time I was in college. And he would ask the question, and it was a kind of a philosophical question. Uh, well, obviously he's a philosophy teacher, but the question was, can a tree exist by itself? And your initial response, right, Chris, is, well, yeah, you know, it's, of course it can. It's like you can cut it down, tree still. No, he's like, can a tree exist by itself? Well, no, it needs the ground. It needs the water uh, in the ground and the water from the clouds. Uh, it needs nourishment uh, f- through its roots. Uh, it needs the field it's in or the forest it's in. And the forest needs the, you know, pl- uh, the, the part of the earth that it's in and the sun. And pretty much that one tree needs the entire planet to exist. It cannot exist without any with any part of it being gone. And it's really true of the of all of it. <laughs> you know, it really is. We need Mars to be right where it is. We need Mercury to be right where it is doing what it's doing. We need the sun to be right where it is doing what it's doing. We need the moon. We need all of the other galaxies, uh, you know, doing exactly what they're doing. It's all you can't take any of it apart or away and have it, you know, exist and have you and I be here. And to me, that's the most amazing thing about life. Two ones. That's a great mystery as well. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Boy, I'm really nerding out, aren't I? Oh well. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. And we're back, News Talk 550 KTSA. And now we're back to the usual crap. Fox News is talking about Jen Psaki. MSNBC is talking about vaccines. Welcome back down to earth, man. Jeez. <laughs> uh, phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. This is kind of a funny story, you know, because I, I, we just got a few minutes left, so I'm not going to dive back into the crap, to be honest with you. Well, maybe I will if we run out, if I still got time. But a guy in Bosnia, did you see this? A guy in Bosnia built his wife a home that revolves. <laughs> if you haven't seen the video, i got to look it up. A guy in Bo- uh, What's the guy's name? i got the, the story here from Reuters. Uh, his name is Vojin Kusik. He lives in something I can't pronounce, Bosnia. And... Uh, They've he and his wife. Uh, he's in his early seventies. He and his wife have been together for a long, long time, and they've raised all their children. Children grew up in this house, and he had remodeled it several times. Uh, two of his kids moved out. His one son moved upstairs, so he re- did some remodeling. Uh, his the, he built the uh, bedroom, the master bedroom, to face the sun, but his wife was upset because she couldn't see visitors coming up the road, and so he he tore down that wall and and moved the master bedroom so she could see the she she could see the road. And then the other son moved out, and so what he did is he he put the he gave the house 
He made the, a new house, and he gave it a spinning feature so that his wife can change the view whenever she wants. You know, and, and I don't... <laughs> What's the new foundation? It's pirouette and bean. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny, though, because, like, everybody's like, oh, that's so sweet. I'm not really getting that notion. You know what I mean? It's almost like kind of a slam at her, like, now you can have whatever view you want. You know what I mean? <laughs> Because the guy, the poor old guy, the poor old fart had to keep remodeling the damn house. I can't see the road. I can't see if somebody's coming. Well, put it on a freaking disc. And freaking spit it whenever you want to see. You want to see the road? You can see the road. You want to see the sun? You can see the sun. Are you happy now? <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was going to extremes and everyone's like, oh. I know, but do you know what I'm saying? Everybody's like, oh, that's so sweet. And I'm, I'm getting the image of a guy that's been nagged for a hundred years about the freaking view. There, honey, there. Do you like the view now? Oh, we can spin the house. You can spin it. <laughs> now I'm getting motion sickness. I'm getting motion sickness because of the spinning. <laughs> He's going to set it on high and shoot her out the window. <laughs> it has a high, it has a fast, a slow and a fast. You want to see what the, the fast is like, do you? So, you know, there's another happy little story in this. Is her name Mary? Is her name is her Karen? Because <laughs> she goes around. Oh, Mary, because you see how you are. A uh, funny thing happened on Ware and Rhymer earlier this morning. A story, uh, is another story that's out that uh, uh, the Stones are not going to play brown sugar anymore because I guess they feel it's inappropriate these days and it upsets people. Because people are so easily offended. Uh, and even though if you read the lyrics, and I, I frankly had forgotten the lyrics, but if you read the lyrics, it's all about slavery and it's, you know, kind of a dark little thing. And, but it's a happy sounding song, right? Brown sugar. And the Stones aren't going to play it anymore because they feel it's offensive. You know, people would be offended by it now, so they're just dropping it out of the set. And so let me see if I can find the lyrics here. And, Earlier today, radio is not an exact science. So earlier today, uh, Don Morgan's talk. Well, I hear I'm, I'm reading a news story during the commercial breaks, especially on Wear and Rhyme. Very often, I'm online reading stories. I'm kind of looking for stuff to, to to talk about, you know. And I hear Brown Sugar come on, and then I hear, uh, was that an ABC reporter? I hear an ABC reporter reading the lyrics. And I thought we were going into the segment. I, I didn't realize it was still the news break. Because I start laughing. Because this guy, he's, I don't know why it sounded funny. Some some stiff ABC guy. <laughs> some square ABC dude. Right. Gold Coast slave ship bound for cotton fields. Sold in a market down in New Orleans. Scared old slaver knows he's doing all right. And as you're, and as that's going on, all I hear is you giggling in I'm the like, background. Because I thought we were on the air. I'm like, because <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so funny. <laughs> Don's looking at me like I'm crazy. Chris is like, well, what are you doing? You know, your mic's on. Your mic, I'm hearing in my headphone, your mic's on. It was so funny. And then all of a sudden I realized, oh, oop, it's, it's the news break. Oops. <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> Brown sugar. How come you taste so good? I think that sucks they're not going to play it. Just play it, man. Everybody's got to stop caving to this cancel culture crap, man. You know what I mean? I get so sick of it. You're in a freaking Rolling Stones, man. How many hotel rooms have you freaking destroyed? You know, they were once the bad boys of rock and roll. You know what I mean? They were sort of like the, the anti-Beatles. <laughs> you know, and now they're they're afraid to offend people. Oh, God. You know what offends me about the Rolling Stones? I'll let you know what it is. You know what offends me about the Rolling This idea that Mick Jagger can dance. Okay, I really, you call that dancing. I call that having a spastic fit. I don't know what you call that. Where's the rhythm? He can't dance. He just quivers, man. You know, it's, you know Now, I'm not saying that I can dance, because I can't. But I don't say, I don't pretend to, I don't, I don't have... What is that? Uh, what's that? Uh, who, who the hell is that? That band with that guy with the tattoos that does that? They're so I can't. St- what's the guy's name? It moves like Jagger, whatever the hell. Jagger ain't got no moves like Jagger, man. 
You know what I mean? He looks like a hamster having a heart attack. He really does. A skinny one. Now you have to pay brown sugar because you're offended. I'm sick of people being offended, man. I love being inappropriate. I love offending the hell out of people, man. I really do. People need to be offended. You know why people need to be offended? I've been saying this for years. People need to be offended because how do you know what you believe and what you don't believe if you're never offended by anything? You know what I mean? Everybody wants everybody to be non-offensive now. Nobody can handle anything. You can't can't handle freaking brown. That freaking brown sugar's been around for 50 freaking years, man. Well, not 50. I guess it was the early 70s. And we can't handle brown sugar now, man. Shatner just went went into space, and you can't handle brown sugar. You want to run that by me again? Wussies. All right. Well, you know. Uh, two ones. Well, I guess we're done. I guess I'm out of time. I guess that's the freaking show. Shatner went into space. This is one of those days in my radio career that I'm always going to remember, man. You know what I mean? I was on the air the day that Nelson Mandela got released from prison. Uh, I was, and I was on the, <laughs> and I was on the air the day that William Shatner went into space. I missed nine eleven because I wasn't actually on the air when that happened, but that's okay. Uh, I, I just what a what a fantastic thing, and I'm I'm so happy for him. And uh, uh, the audio of his reaction uh, after landing, after stepping out of the capsule, was just pure. I'm going to say a word: Shatnerian poetry. I just made up a word: Shatnerian poetry about the thinness of the line between life and death. Uh, if you want to email me and tell me, tell me I suck, it's Sean at KTSA.com, Sean at KTSA.com. <laughs> Take us out with brown sugar. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive executive producer, Don Morgan, and, uh, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.